Today on Gamerhead Radio, the madness begins! Today on the Gamerhead Saga, suck it, King, sue me! Today on Gamerhead Radio, we're in a new studio! Today on Gamerhead Radio, I'm back, bitches! Today on Gamerhead Radio, Super Smash Brothers! Today on Gamerhead Radio, we're the only gamers in a good mood, apparently. Today on Gamerhead Radio, we earn our R rating back, because I'm back. Today on the Limited Collector's Epic Legendary Game of the Year Diamond Definitive Ultimate Wub Wub Loot Chest Prepare to Die BFG Edition of Gamerhead Radio, we don't come with a statue. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the best of 2014 edition of Gamerhead Radio. My name is Charlie Worthley, your loyal Technotronicorn. Candy Mountain, Charlie. And just like last year, we wanted to end the year by recapping our favorite moments from 2014. You might remember that last year I was joined by GLaDOS, and as fun as that was, she can be a little insulting. So instead, I invited one of my favorite residents from Equestria to join me. Straight from Sweet Apple Acres, please welcome my good friend, Big Macintosh. Big Mac, were you able to find the studio okay? Yep. Oh good, well I'm glad you could make it. Why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners? I got the E to the E to the Y-U-P and an N-O-P-E when I disagree. Ain't no other pony with the poise like me. I got wisdom, I'm a lesson in subtlety. I'm Macalicious. E. Yep. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. So, do you play a lot of video games? Nope. Yeah, I've figured as much. I don't imagine there's a lot of time for video games in between all the work of running an alpha farm. Any time for games at all? No. Ah, well, I suppose it doesn't make a ton of sense for you to be on the podcast, then, does it? No. Well, that's okay. You're still a good friend, and I appreciate you stopping by. Let's get started with the clips, then, shall we? Hey, yep. Uh, so this is another uh, another fake letter, to be very clear, um, published on dorkly.com. And uh, this is... Nintendo uh, President and CEO Satoru Iwata uh, basically writing a letter entitled Saying Goodbye to the Year of Luigi and Hello to 2014. <coughs> a dramatic reading by Charlie Technotronicorn Wordly. 2013 was the year of Luigi. In it, we released a new Luigi's Mansion game for the 3DS, a Luigi-centric DLC for new Super Mario Bros. U, and a new Mario and Luigi RPG for the 3DS, Super Mario World 3D, and even announced an exciting new Dr. Mario spin-off starring everyone's favorite green plumber titled Dr. Luigi. But th- 2013 is over, and with it, the year of Luigi. Aww. Now it's time to figure out what 2014 is, and I have an idea. 2014 is the year of go to the fucking store and buy a goddamn Wii U, you goddamn cheap dickholes. <laughs> or the year of G-T-T-F-S-A-B-A-G-W-U-Y-G-C-D for short. <laughs> I mean, seriously, no more of this goofy, ironic, let's feature a shitty side character year stuff. Here's how it works. We sell weird, slightly uncomfortable systems with iffy gimmicks, minimal third-party support, and hella fun first-party games, and you buy the systems. That's how the system works. That's the balance. You got it with the DS and the Wii. Shit, you even got it with the 3DS, even if it took you a little while to realize the 3D was garbage and a distraction. But so far, you have not gotten it with the Wii U. This is supply and demand, motherfuckers. You supply the dollar bills, and we demand you keep doing it until the end of fucking time. You gotta hold up your side of the bargain, comprende? Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of games so far, but you know what? Pikmin 3 is solid, Lego City Undercover is great, and Super Mario 3D World has fucking cat suits in it. What the hell else do you want, internet? Bacon suits? Yes! Oh my god, all of my yes. 
Doge suits? Neil deGrasse goddamn Tyson suits? I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. I helped release a crappy Sonic game exclusively on a Nintendo system just because I'm still pissed at Sega over the 90s console war shit. So you better believe I would let Mario dress up as an over-tweeting Reddit idol physicist who shoots bacon out of his meme hole. Till November 2013, the Wii was outselling the Wii U. You notice anything wrong with that equation? We made like 10 Wii games in 2013 and probably four of them were Angry Birds titles being sold for $40. $40 for an app on a CD. Plus, how the hell is it possible that in the year of 2013, your household doesn't have a Wii sitting in some corner collecting dust? How are you going to stores and purchasing that? Did you buy some beepers and asbestos while you were there? We've sold about 4 million of these goddamn Wii U shit boxes so far. <laughs> you got this. We've sold about 4 million of these goddamn Wii U shit boxes so far. You know how many Wiis we sold after the first year? 20 million. That means you like the Wii five times as much as you like the Wii U. And we threw in a freaking iPad controller this time. We skullfucked Steve Jobs' last big innovation. <laughs> the least you could do is buy one of these things. Maybe you're just waiting. After all, there are still a bunch of huge games yet to be released. Oh new Smash Brothers, new Mario Kart, new Zelda, new Metroid. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but we need you to buy these Wii U's oh. now. We lowered the price. We're putting out new games. We put Earthbound on Virtual Console, you <laughs> ungrateful shit rags. <laughs> Listen, we may be getting a little off track here. It's a new year. A new year full of possibilities and hope and mindless consumerist drones shoving money into the dead-eyed faces of Walmart clerks in exchange for Wii U's because that was the fucking deal. <laughs> we gave you our green plumber last year. Now 2014 is all about you giving us your green. So don't forget to wish your friends and family a happy year of go to the fucking store and buy a goddamn Wii U, you goddamn cheap dickholes. Unless you want to see Mario unleashed for the Xbox Zero in seven years, that is. Signed, Sotaro Iwata. P.S. I know that brain-dead reimagined golem Reggie Philome had said the year of Luigi would go into 2014, but trust me, it's over. Now we can go back to admitting that Luigi's nothing but a palette swap lame excuse of a character who couldn't sell weed and a Taco Bell, <laughs> let alone consoles to you gutless morons. Wow, Nintendo's got a whole new view. <laughs> Well, I got one person clapping, so. <laughs> oh my god, that was incredible. Dude, Charlie, what have you been playing this week? Well, I finally, finally, after like, what, three months or so, beat the main story of Assassin's Creed 3. You were cursing up a storm about it on Facebook <laughs> that a couple fucking days game. ago. Why do you hate it so much? Okay. Aside from the fact that it's Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> well, there is the first problem. Um, worst horses Ever. <laughs> like driving wise? I can kind of agree with that. Everything. <laughs> like just the horse. Like you got the really bottom of the barrel horse here. Like there was one mission where like, okay, I'm, I'm a relatively chill person. Like it takes a lot to really get me upset. Like I was punching my couch. <laughs> wow. Because of the, um, uh, because of the mission where you have to race on your horse to your village. Oh, oh yeah! It's like I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. I touched a twig. I have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running, I'm running, right? Oops, rock! <laughs> and by rock, I mean pebble. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh god, that was infuriating. What's a smartwatch doing in Assassin's Creed Three? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Well, that's um, why he stopped. He didn't want to replace it. <laughs> and it's like, whoever's idea it was to make it so that... Because like in all the previous Assassin's Creed games, like you, you held down one button to run, and then an, an additional button when you wanted to do free-running and, par- yeah, yeah. and parkour moves and stuff like that. Right. In this game, it's all one button. Right. Yeah. And which... I personally hate it because it's like I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. Oh, my elbow touched the wall. Obviously, I want to climb it. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. Desmond and I literally said the exact at the exact same time. Wait, what? <laughs> and so at that point in time, I had so much hope for the game, and then I rode a horse. <laughs> I think no. Charlie's senses should end that way. And then I rode a horse. <laughs> I'm on that horse. was an aspect that was. That could still be fixed. I mean, because like you said, like you could be running perfectly and then you try like normally a horse will jump over a giant fence. Yes. But when there's a little ledge, he'll oh, stop no. like dead in his tracks. Like, walk. like the more like, that. the most expensive performance car in the world can't stop on a dime like these fucking horses can. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like brick wall. Bam. Done. When oh, my God. Batman is an assassin. Oh my god! Joker's a Templar. <laughs> Goat doesn't know what's going on right now. He's yeah, confused. That, I'm pretty sure that yeah that that that's screwing with the gears. We broke. <laughs> Michelle is here to talk. Apparently, she has things to say about the uh, uh, the Xbox Fitness app. True. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> well, how, how does uh, how does now, the, how does the app work? First of all, I, I know it's there, but I don't I don't know anything about it. Well, not well. So <laughs> that's a great um, way to start off. Yeah, it's funny because if we would have had this conversation like a week ago, it would have been like rainbows and sunshine. But currently, Xbox and I are fighting, like throw it out the window, fighting. So over the Xbox Fitness app, in fact. And then if you want the rest, there's like a link where you can click and then go buy the DVD, and then the DVD will be. Available through your Xbox for you. I have to say, we, she's like, oh, look, I can buy the DVD. I wonder what that means. She clicks it up. The Internet Explorer logo pops oh up God. on the screen. And that was it. Like, my mind blew up, and I was like, why is this happening to me? Why do I see the giant E? I feel stent. I'm scared. I don't know what's going on. It was really I had awful. to run and go get a laptop with Chrome and put it in front of her face to calm her down. It was really bad. It was terrifying. She's definitely your wife, Charlie. <laughs> That's my influence. Thank you. I hear you like, I broke it. It's got the E on it. <laughs> What's going on? What did I do? How do I get it to go? Am I going to die? What happened? Blue screen of death. <laughs> I get up at 4.30 in the morning, which is not a fun time to be working out. I literally, and like, I literally get up with enough time to like throw on some tennis shoes and a sports bra and like fall down the stairs and stand in front of the Xbox and like motherfucker turn hang on. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Does she literally fall down the stairs? <laughs> oh, only a few times. He wouldn't okay. know. He's like passed out cold. And I'm he has a really no heavy sleeper. I could, I could sleep through a war. I'm pretty sure. So, so yeah. you're like me who I've literally slept through a tornado. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> so then Friday, we discovered that that is not a good plan because I got out of bed and I went downstairs and I turned on the Xbox and I clicked my workout and then I got the spinning color wheel of death and it was really traumatizing and I didn't want to wake Charlie up because it was like 4.30 in the morning but I was like up and like in the mindset and I needed to get this workout like happening and it just wouldn't work and then finally after like 10 minutes I bit it and I went upstairs and I got Charlie and he couldn't help me. And then I, I had already like turned it off and turned it back on and restarted and like nothing. So then after a half an hour of watching the wheel spin, 
I gave it up and I went back to bed and I slept for 15 minutes before I had to get in the shower. And at that point, Charlie was frustrated and wanted to know what was happening. And I had shut everything down. So he went downstairs and turned it on and like, oh, it popped right up and it was ready to go. See, little does she know that that whole spinning wheel thing was actually telling her to do constant cartwheels. Oh, <laughs> damn it. When it works, it works well. It's way better than the um, Your Fitness on Xbox. My... The big problems with that was the connect on the Xbox 360 just sucked. And I don't have, like, the living yes. room where, like, I can be far enough back to be in, like, the sweet spot. Right. I'm always just, like, a little too close. And so it would get really mad at me, and it would be like, step back. And I'm like, bitch, that's a wall. Like, I can't <laughs> step back. And then it, like, so then it refuses to count your, like, with your fitness, it's, like, literally counting your reps. And I'm I'm doing them and I'm doing them perfectly, but it refuses to count them because I'm like three centimeters too close to the motherfucking connect. And then you're doing like you're supposed to do like 15 squats. And then I'm on squat number 45. And it's like you've done seven. And like my legs are literally about to fall off. And I'm like, I can't do anymore. But it won't count them. And it doesn't give you the points. And it's really frustrating. And it it was not like a, a pleasant work workout experience. So I had to just like remove that from my life because it was just too stressful. Uh, Songbird says, screw having to exercise in order to get in shape this year when you have the Photo Body Shop 3000. Just walk in and you'll come out as a new person. However, your head stays the same. You three does... Four... <laughs> you four decide to use this machine in order to win whatever the prize is at the upcoming bodybuilder competition which gaming character bodies would you adorn to woo the judges <laughs> so basically God, the questions are so epic see see, here's the thing the question here is if you could have any video game character's body which one would it be but she attached a story to it and yes. it's great because yes. of it <laughs> so Video game character's body. Go. Say Drake. You should have Drake's body. Apparently Drake is my answer. <laughs> By popular demand from people who matter, Charlie should be Drake. Also a bit self-conscious right now, but that's fine. <laughs> what? You got a good Sully going on there. What? Ouch. Oh, wait. I'm not supposed to. I'm supposed to help. I'm, I'm bad at this. <laughs> I, I would take Pikachu too, because that was like. Wait, what? I, I still have my head. You want my head on Pikachu's body? Did you see how long his tail is? I mean, very, just remember when he finishes, he yells Pikachu. Pikachu! So your neighbors would all know when the magic happens. <laughs> The, and the electricity in the room would probably get away. power surges keep yeah. happening? I don't get it. Uh, the Warlords are getting it on again. Oh, it's their anniversary. <laughs> it was last week. It's every week now. <laughs> oh, it must be 9.30 p.m. <laughs> and of course, over here with significantly more normal preferences is the Technotronic Horn himself, Mr. Charlie Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. Normal. Yeah. What? We'll go no, with that. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the brony has more normal? Hey, no, I don't do clop clop. Okay, that's great for bringing that out now, but the brony? <laughs> the man with ponies above his head, and he's all like, I'm a badass in his photo. More normal. Prostitution is the oldest. Shoot on, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, prostitution is the oldest job. All right, bronies are relatively new. I have no idea what that has to do with that, but it sounded really good before I said it. 
Uh, King apparently contacted a developer by the name of Matthew Cox. Goat giggled because I expected him to. (laughs) So this guy, Matt, Matt Cox. (laughs) We're 12 years old. (laughs) So so this guy developed this game called Scatter Ghost. King comes out of nowhere... Wow, this, the, are you sure? <laughs> this, uh, this seems like a wrestling porn. Comes out of nowhere on the cocks? Yeah. And apparently, when all this story came up about the Banner Saga and stuff like that, uh, Matthew Cox came out of nowhere. Not literally. <laughs> Shut up, Charlie. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, Cox out of nowhere. Up to, up to speed. No, the Cox came out of nowhere. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure it's probably out of the ball rubbing that King gave him, but... <laughs> oh, my God. And so, uh, this, this, you know, since King is in the... is knee-deep in this Banner Saga lawsuit by this point, and they said, we're, we're trying to... <laughs> really? You couldn't just, just... just... You are the reason we're getting to this feature. You're like, here, here's a bunch of bowling pins that are just easy, dirty puns. I'm going to set them up in a fashion and give that, you a large ball that, to roll that through. That may have been half-provoked. Really? Half cocked, huh? <laughs> So the cocks came out of nowhere and he's knee deep. Go ahead. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Gamerhead Radio. I am, of course, Viking Jesus Mike Nemitz, the man that's battling a cold for the first time in 12 years. So my apologies if I sound different or start coughing or anything, although I've, I've had a... Uh, I've had some unicorn entity t- taking care of me for the past hour, so I, I may be okay. Um, yeah, just so everybody's just so everybody's sure that you're you, I need you to do three things for me. First, <sighs> I need you to ask Goat if he's okay over there. Goat, are you okay over there? Uh, yeah, we just started. I'm cool. Okay. <laughs> Second, I need you to go. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't because matches will get mad at me. And third, I need you to groan in disappointment over something. Oh, there. See, yeah, it's him. Coming in at number one, and probably only number one because I'm the biggest Sonic fan in the room. Uh, Sega announced a brand new plethora of Sonic-based entertainment merchandise, uh, all under the banner of the name Sonic Boom. Interestingly enough, they redesigned all the characters... Have you guys seen these pictures? Hang on. So, Michelle, you played the Sonic games back in the day, right? I, yeah. So, yes, yeah, I, I did. I'm assuming that I'll come with you. Uh, well, uh, actually, my brother played them, and we played two-player. and under. So my brother played them under the premise that you will get your turn as soon as mine ends. So I watched for 45 minutes, <laughs> and then I died in like 30 seconds, and then I watched for another 45 minutes. Funny, that's, how ex- that's exactly how I always played. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, right here, I've got a picture of the original, like, like Sega Genesis era Sonic the Hedgehog. So, Michelle, this is Sonic the Hedgehog that you are familiar with, correct? Correct. Okay. So, now, let me ask you, you have not seen this image until now. <laughs> this is going to be great. I'm just going to... This is going to be so good. I'm just going to hand this over. And uh, I would like you, Michelle, you just to give us your initial reactions of the new design of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, my God! So, Sonic the Hedgehog fucked a Bratz doll. <laughs> and then they had some babies, and they are an abomination on the universe. 
So they are, totally <laughs> have like those like skinky brownstone <laughs> eyes. No, you're right. They do. Oh my god. So okay. So I. I so are, are these I, gold I, rings I, organic? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're familiar with tails. Um, are you yeah. familiar with the other two characters in that I picture? I know the girl Amy, right? Yes. Amy Rose. Yeah, I don't know the red dude. You don't. Oh, you, do. you probably don't recognize him. That's Knuckles. Oh my god. <laughs> So he took some steroids and then he like WWE'd for a while and then he was like, wait, bitch, I'm too hipster for this crowd. And then he combed his hair forward and then sneakers happened. Well, to oh, be fair, he always had sneakers. But... Do you see her like mallet and she's all like, hey, I saw... like my mallet. I saw somebody Big post a picture that's like, hammer. try and replicate her facial expression. Oh like one God. eye is half closed and... I just no, that's tails. He's got like the one eye half closed. Oh, I, I thought Amy did too. I don't understand. Like their legs are so long, <laughs> and their eyes are so scary. I, I, oh, somebody else posted. Um, basic design mistake. Tails's face is precisely at Knuckles' crotch level. Yeah, it is. Oh, it totally is. That's amazing. And, and then he's wearing. Oh my god, he's wearing headphones that aren't on his ears. Amy is wearing like. A red pleather miniskirt and like <laughs> matching bra top. I love how she's judging these cartoon characters. What style. happened to Sonic? They're so slutty. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking play Witcher 2. It's great. <laughs> or just have sex with redheads. Better just wait till Witcher um, 3 comes out, right? Have you seen me? What do you, what do you think happens in this household? Okay, we've talked about these blinds. I'm gonna upgrade them to... I'm just saying, you just have to play a video game for that. Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah, getting a hurricane kit on your windows? Yeah, but, yeah, but magical redheads. Uh, hello? Have you met me? I've met you. I'm not any further well, than that. I'm just saying, my vagina is magical. <laughs> And Mike is blushing. <laughs> and Adam is frozen. <laughs> that explains the brony magical friendship. <laughs> okay, and in and what my, I expected too. That's why I said it. In my defense, Charlie does have a lick attack, and it's not dirty. <laughs> tickling or doing something he doesn't like he licks all over my face and makes this terrible noise to me to stop Goat looks like he's gonna have an aneurysm I can't unsee that It uh, really is a lick attack Shut up <laughs> Because it, you could have put together a better network than they did well, yeah. <laughs> Google. <laughs> Man, he's not even hiding it anymore. I mean, he's, he's... Then again, he just got installed that giant 60-foot neon sign on the top of his house that says Google Headquarters, so... You apparently have not seen the chest tattoo. I don't want to see the chest tattoo. All I'm saying is nipple to nipple. <laughs> That's just the O's. <laughs> <laughs> so does the rest of it wrap up? Never mind. Anyway. He's going 3D. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, million, million gamer score, etc. Congrats, Italian eighty three, on uh, securing your virginity that much longer. Uh, hey, 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 hey! You're only one tenth behind him. Okay, <laughs> I need to teach you how, to, how fractions work. Oh, maybe <laughs> yeah, whatever. If I was one tenth behind be him, I'd have nine hundred thousand. Yeah, I'm one tenth of what he is. Yeah. Whatever. 
just cut that. <laughs> Bass players don't need math. No, keep keep that in. <laughs> Please keep that. <laughs> Thank you for that. Starboard says radical. You just want a spring break trip to the beach. One day you take a stroll when you come across a secluded area with a swanky resort. You decide to go there in hopes to use the restroom. When you enter the lobby, you find the room filled with gaming's most influential people all in Speedos. What do you do? <laughs> do I... <laughs> I wish I could take a picture of both Charlie's and Goat's face. You do have a phone in your hand. Both of the... No, just no. Just no. Um, it, it'll ruin it. <laughs> well, on that note, do I have a phone in my hand? Because that's blackmail gold right there. <laughs> That's Selfie-a-palooza. <laughs> the first question that comes to mind is, am I also in a Speedo? Because if I am, then what the hell am I doing there? If I'm not, then I'm going to walk out. <laughs> well, she said it was secluded in a resort, which is a little weird, but who cares? I don't know, if I'm in a Speedo and they're in a Speedo, it's secluded. Nobody cares. <laughs> but then I was outside, and that's just... I'm, try I'm trying to think of who the most influential people would be, because I'm imagining, like... Gabe Newell. Huh? What? Gabe Newell in a Speedo. Okay, I don't want to be there. <laughs> I mean, all respect to Gaben and stuff like that, but... but no. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. The, yeah. the old crusty guys from Nintendo. <laughs> That's what I was going to mention. Is that your nipple or your knee? <laughs> Why can't it be both? Oh, it was Metal Gear. I was way off. That's a biology. <laughs> I never said it had to make sense. It's just, these, are, these are the people behind Nintendo. They can have nipples for knees if they really want. <laughs> you get that slapping sound in the wind. Okay. Oh, we've gone too far. We just, we've just We've really gone too far. Thank you, Sandbird, for your email. Even if it... May or may For not the have... first time, I'm not saying thank you for that. <laughs> I appreciate the effort, but that was just... What were you thinking? Were you giving Goat a question like that? You had to have known that was going to go badly for everybody involved. And for that, I say you're welcome. Now, without question, my favorite and most proud moment of 2014 was the entirety of episode 56, our April Fool's Day show. We recorded the entire episode in character, as if it was taking place 20 years ago, and reported stories from the time, including the Japanese release of the Sony PlayStation, Mortal Kombat 2 coming to the Super Nintendo, the original Warcraft release, and the Virtual Boy reveal. We even had special retro-styled music made for this episode by Ryan Mickelson from Goatsband 29 Needles. Did you catch this episode, Big Mac? Nope. Well, that's okay. You probably wouldn't have gotten any of the references. Anyways, I'd include the entire episode if I could, but here are a few highlights instead. Today on Gamerhead Radio... Jesus, Mike Nemitz, the man that's been struggling with his internet all week. Oh, 
My parents don't. I've been trying to make phone calls all week, and they just they. But I've been trying to fix the internet, and it, it doesn't. You you really just need to get a second line put in. Charlie, by the way, are you still having Windows problems? You know, I, I'm not. I, I think I've got the problems with, with my auto config file figured out, and I'm loading the Visa driver manually, and it's taking care of a lot of the graphics issues I was having. Um, you know, 3.11 has made a lot of improvements, uh, but you know, it's. I just I, I'm I'm waiting for Windows 95. It's it. I, hopefully, it's going to make a lot of things better, and it's going to make a lot of things easier. But man, I just. I just don't see anything getting better than DOS. I mean, everything's just so much easier to do in there. It's like. You, you type a command and you know what you're doing and it's just it's it's simple it's it's i mean i i don't need all this this graphical user interface stuff it's like i just want to type a command and have the stuff happen and that just be the end of it thank you this point and click crap is not going to take off it's just useless yeah command lines it's is where too it's at much. it's too yeah. much it's like like computers are never going to become mainstream like nobody like we're not going to get to the point where everybody just has a computer like no in every room of their house. exactly they cost like two thousand dollars so i mean like i'm lucky to have one i yeah. i am i don't mean to underplay it like i'm 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 lucky but you know, it's it's clearly they're not for everybody. It's not like you're just gonna be able to go like spend a hundred bucks on like an internet machine one day. And so, Mr. Gates of a Microsoft just needs to understand who his market is and just market towards that segment. It's just it's that simple. And with that, let's see what's going on in the video game industry. Like, you know, we've, we've all played video games sitting next to each other on the couch, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, of course, the, the downside to that is that you're all sharing the same screen. So it's not like... It's, one... it's, hard, it's hard to see, you know. And, well, it's, and it's, it's not it's... so much that it's hard to see. It's, it's more that you can't really play against each other because the other person can always see what the other person's doing. Yeah. So, I mean, like, when you're talking about a game like this, like with Warcraft, I mean, it's like, it's like a strategy game, but like in real time. So if you were able to see what the other person was doing, it would mm -hmm. just ruin the whole experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Because you need when well, you need the entire screen. There's a lot of shit going on on that screen. Because right. you were you were pretty much like General Mike over the Mike Army, and you oh, got dudes yeah. all over the map. Yeah, I like, <laughs> I like the sound of the Mike Army. But don't give him any ideas. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all we need. <laughs> but and so it's you know it, it's to the it's to the point now where. I, I see how this is taking off, and I, I see how people are getting into this, this idea of mm -hmm. playing computer games against each other, like, over a network. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, call me crazy here, but I think it's only a matter of time before, like, we'll be able to do this, like, on the World Wide Web. Look at the Imagination Network. You know, Sierra's, Sierra's online yeah, yeah, network yeah, yeah. thing that they're doing? Right. I mean, you know, they're, they, they're already setting up so you can play simple games against each other on that. All they need to do is just expand that a little bit more. You know, modems just need to get a little bit faster. And, you know, and then we can, you know, the idea of being able to play this when we're at different houses, like, starts to become a reality. And, and think about that. Like, it could get to the point where you have, like, like, a massive number of people all playing, like, a game. You mean, like, 12? No, 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 no. You're not thinking big enough, man. Think Microsoft, not IBM. Stop thinking like an Apple IIe, man. Start thinking like a Windows PC. I'm talking like like dozens, maybe even hundreds of people like playing a game together. It's, I mean, like, I'm, I'm way off in the future. I, I see it coming. You guys remember when Sony and Nintendo were working together to try to make a CD-ROM-based, like, add-on for the Super Nintendo? Yeah, yeah, oh. that's going great. It, it didn't. Um, <laughs> I say sarcastically. Yeah, <laughs> Sony and Nintendo kind of, you know, had a little hissy fit with one another, and then Sony's like, well, screw you, Nintendo, we're gonna make our own console, and apparently it's on the verge of being released in Japan. Wait, Sony is doing it themselves? Yeah. 
Wow, that's ballsy. Fuck you, Nintendo. We're going to go our own route. I, I, I don't get suicidal. it. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think Sony should stick to Walkmans because that's what they know best. And talk boys. Yeah, but uh, so so here's here's the deal. So I was in the Gamerhead Bulletin board, and mm. there's this guy who claims he's from Japan. Says he works at a electronics store there. Says they've got a whole bunch of boxes that say Sony PlayStation on them. PlayStation. PlayStation. Which which. I'm, that, not, I'm, I'm not sure about the name. It seems kind of weird, but here here's here's the, here's the big thing. He he cracked one open, took a look at it. You know. Couldn't take any pictures because he couldn't sneak his camera into the thing because he doesn't, you know. Have well, yeah, a getting a thirty-five millimeter camera in places is right. not exactly an easy you know. feat. Um, but apparently, apparently, it's disc-based. Like it's it's it's, it's using like CD-ROMs. Only. Yeah, like no cartridges, no anything. What? How does that work? So it's a. CD player? I, I I I don't know. It, it I I I couldn't get I couldn't get any other questions out of him. I I wanted to ask him to like try putting it in like a, a stereo or something like that, but he he didn't have time. Mm. Um. So wait, when are you? Do you mean CDs or do you mean laser discs? The CDs. Really, really, they're gonna be able to fit a game on a CD. Yeah, supposedly. Well, okay. Well, we'll see. I mean, that's what the, that's what the guy said. I mean, you know, that's the connection a pretty, cut out pretty. Quickly. That's a shitty game because I mean, what you get ten, maybe twelve tracks of music on a CD. That's ten, fifteen minutes of a game. Jesus, I think I'd save yeah. more money playing male chess. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh well. So, hang on. You mean chess by mail, right? Because male chess could be something <laughs> completely different. <laughs> No, male chest. Okay, okay, just check. <laughs> anyway, up next, some of you managed to get a hold of this email thing, so let's see how this goes. Okay, so aside from all these emails telling me that apparently I can increase my penis size. Yo, you're getting those too? I don't know. Is it part of those, like, is it the. the... Dude, don't do this. It's a scam. It doesn't work. Are you sure? I'm sure. Huh. Okay, I'm I'm going to take your word for it, but I mean, you know, the, these emails, it's, there's a lot of them. I mean, I don't I don't think they'd lie to me, but you know, cuz who would lie on the internet? Uh, folks, as we come back, uh, I I I feel like I should mention just for uh just for understanding uh the uh sudden change in uh Mike's voice from well, 30 seconds ago your time is uh we ran out of time while we were recording and so you're actually hearing this now after watching WrestleMania, oh. and uh, Mike's a little uh, I'm sad. So, I'm so sad you about guys. the results. I'm so sad. You can Undertaker lost. He's not supposed to lose. He's fu the fucking Brock Lesnar of all people. Just God damn it. Just, I hate everything. Aw. Anyway, I I tried to hug him while we were while while we were watching, and, and so did, did half of his. Animal army. Yes, they all came. They they they're they're very good at sensing when something is wrong with somebody. But, so but, but there was no uh, consoling you. But no, oh, well, I'll I'll get over it in the year twenty seventy six. It's a very specific prediction. <laughs> I'm making an alarm for it on my phone. <laughs> it says stop being butthurt. <laughs> January first, twenty seventy six. Michelle Worthley, the game. <laughs> Charlie would buy the collector's edition. It came with a replica Michelle Worthley. I own the collector's edition already. 
Yeah, of I course, they really threw some blinds in that collector's edition. No, I oh, no, no, that's not a joke. I I own the living collector's edition, single edition, of Michelle Worthley the game. One of one. Yes, exactly. That's a bold statement for a husband Ooh, to say. Be a I good own. tattoo. Property. Of, <laughs> property of Charlie Worthley. No, just one of one. Oh, yeah. A serial number? You want to put a serial number on your wife? To indicate that she's unique. And then he can get one matching. I look forward to hearing her reaction when you say you want to put a serial well, number on her. I don't, think it'll, I don't think it'll be bad, mind you. I just want, it, I just want her to be like, you want a what? <laughs> this will play into a couple's tattoo because he can get the proud owner or proud limited edition owner. Anyway, so that's... Uh, that's no, I, should, I should just get one of two just to confuse people. <laughs> two of two. Do you have a twin? I don't know. Do I? <laughs> I've got the tattoo. I mean, <laughs> you need to find the other one if you want the complete set. <laughs> it's shiny. <laughs> Charlie apparently has a rant that he's just dying to get out. I just, I'm so sick of console war. I just, I, I would like to please... I'm, I'm calling a vote to the floor right here. I, I'm asking for please for that term, except for when referencing to the term, to be banished from use on this podcast. My problem with people continuously referring to this as a console war means that there's an expectation for somebody to lose. And also the expectation that you have to pick a side. Okay, that too. That, that, <laughs> that, that was not a point I previously considered, but yes, that is also very true. Um, but we have a loser. Okay, here's my thing. <laughs> Look at the last generation of consoles, looking at the Wii, the Xbox 360, and the PlayStation 3. Mm -hmm. Just like now, just like before, and I'm sure just like the next time, mm -hmm. everything has happened before will happen again. Um, professional pundits are writing articles and talking about who's winning the war, who's going to win the war. Mm -hmm. Nobody won that console war. Nobody lost it. All three consoles sold shit tons of units. They all made lots of money. They all had some great games. And it was just a generation that nobody lost. Nobody won. It, like, those terms are just irrelevant to what happened mm -hmm. over the last, what, five, six, seven years, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. The last console mm -hmm. to actually lose a console war? Dreamcast. Was the Dreamcast, mm -hmm. exactly. And I think everybody can agree that Nintendo or Microsoft or Sony completely exiting the market is bad for competition and bad for the industry and gamers as a whole. I'm just calling out to gamers everywhere. Anyone that can hear the sound of my voice... I just, I'm going oh, to Morgan going Freeman so, for a second. He's going so Orson Welles on us. <laughs> um, you know, it just be a fan of video games. You are allowed to have your preference. I might, you know, if you prefer the Xbox One or the PS4 or the Wii U or PC or anything else. Super Nintendo's great. Great. That's fine. <laughs> just They're be happy with your preference. Don't just. Genesis forever. Oh, God. These two. <laughs> oh, wait. That was three weeks ago. <laughs> Just just be a fan of video games and just be happy with your preference, be happy with your games, and just don't let it bother you if somebody uh, disagrees with you. I want to get a t-shirt that says video games, exclamation point, and that's it. Uh, Songbird says, you, you three wake up to find that your body is now Reggie's. What do you do? I'm going to assume the way the the question is worded. I'm a little uh, I'm a little weary. I'm going to I'm going to assume that each of the three of us wake up separately. As <laughs> so not... it's Reggie's body body our three heads. <laughs> oh, I was in Monty Python's in my head. Just call us Cerberus Philomay. <laughs> 
Um, well, make the podcast easier to Mike. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding? We 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 be are be so close together. We need one mic, and we all have different speaking voices. So that'd be a nightmare to. Com- it's it's a, still one mic. <laughs> Compression takes care of the rest. Um. I don't know. I, I I don't think I'd really do anything different if I had Reggie's body because he seems to be of similar build to me, except maybe like an inch taller. And I'm already pretty tall. So, I mean, you know, I'd just make the whole my body is ready and then I'd just be like, wow, that joke didn't do anything for me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I would just try and go to the Nintendo of America corporate headquarters just uh, and get know, into all the secret stuff. Like put a mask over my face and just be like, well, clearly it's me. Look, <laughs> these are obviously my pecs. Like. <laughs> Because nothing confirms that you're a different person by saying, by the way, it's totally me. I'm not anybody else. It's I don't it. know what you're talking about. It's cool. It's cool. Security did the peg verification. He sees security. <laughs> I could just see Reggie's office. He doesn't have an eye, eye, an iris scanner thing. He has a peck scanner thing. He just kind of chest bumps and scans. Nipples verified. <laughs> Welcome, Reggie. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I would just uh, walk up to the first security guard I could find and say, like, which way to the secret stuff? Because <laughs> that's nothing. Yeah. Not even close to it. <laughs> then he points to a sign on the wall that just says secret stuff and an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And he does the Vince McMahon walk. <laughs> I was seeing a Mega Muppet walk. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've all just reenacted a scene from some Nickelodeon movie at some point in time. Or Family Guy skit. No, yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> wow. Songbird, where on earth do you come up with these questions? She's got a question generator. It's got to be a chart and a dartboard. Just like, <laughs> what would you do if you found your head attached to Reggie Fells body? Glad it wasn't an inch to the left. Got it. <laughs> For the, I, to me, this still feels more like just trying to like remind every like by the way everybody project morpheus like you know <laughs> just it, it feels like a marketing move towards that because still how many people are going to get project morpheus versus how many people eventually I, I i i expect at some point they're going to start to pack in the camera into the ps4 in a bundle in like a year or two at the very least i wouldn't doubt at some point they're going to package like the camera and the headset together yeah. <laughs> Are you over there? Joe? No, just just I, I'm with Charlie and the whole like it's Project Morpheus, right? I'm waiting for like the next thing to be, when they, they actually just come out with it and they're like, so we got this new skin for uh, the PS4. Uh, it plays right in the Project Morpheus. <laughs> yeah. We released this new charger for the controllers. It's it's basically just a micro USB cable, but but in Project Morpheus, <laughs> fully I'm, compatible. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for E3. Not that not this year, but next year. It's it's going to be at their presentation. It's like we'd like to thank you so much for buying the Project Morpheus Four. I mean PS Four. God, did I say that? I'm so silly. <laughs> oh, oh, and then they announced the PM Five. <laughs> I miss Kevin Butler. Yeah, that's going to be it. It's going to be the PM5. I'm going to be like, why is it PlayStation? PlayStation, what's that? It's Project Morpheus 5. It's the... What were the other four? Th- yeah. th- there weren't four of them. Just... We've morphed Trust the me. station into Morpheus. <laughs> um, 
Songbird says, You have been gifted with a vast amount of resources in order to create the next epic video game, but here's the catch. It must be based about the game of Hot Potato. How do you pull it off? I, I believe I've come up with a good idea. I'm, I'm almost hesitant to say it because, um, well, okay. Because you don't want anyone to steal it? Yeah. But I'm, I'll, I'll go ahead because, um, well, it's, it's better that somebody make it because it's not going to be me. Um, okay, so... So uh, it's a mobile game. You install the app on your phone, and um, it uh, it runs in the background. And if you come within uh, some range of somebody else who's 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 also playing the game, has the app installed, it alerts you and says somebody around you is also playing Hot Potato. And then so using like the sonar feature, like it basically it leads you to them. And then so you pass the potato to them. Okay, and so this is how you this is how you pass the potato around to random people. You can't pass it back to the last person who passed it to you, of course. Um, the potato has a timer on it, a virtual potato that you're passing around to people. And um, if the timer goes off while you still have it on your phone, it deletes something on your phone. You don't know what. Wow, that's diabolical. <laughs> isn't there a isn't there an indie PC game like that? Like is there, every time you die, it deletes something legitimate off your computer. I would not surprise me, but I'm not aware of such a thing. I'm pretty well, sure there's something like you're that. You're onto something because you cross-plat that to the 3DS too, and you stream pass. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. That, that's a better framework for that, yeah, yeah because that's already like, built in for yeah that yeah. kind of a thing. And then you go to like E3, and it's the biggest hot potato contest ever. Oh wow! So Nintendo, this is there the part you go. where we that, say yeah. we're available. That's yeah. a, that's a, that, that yeah you're right. That is a and, much better implementation. And then it picks a random save file if you get put, caught with it. Mm. Well, Nintendo, <laughs> no. yeah, Nintendo yeah. wouldn't do that. You would just. Like, get publicly shamed or whatever. Yeah. Like, say, ha ha, you had the potato okay. or whatever. Okay, fine. You lose 10 play coins. I'd, I'd be amazing to see oh, Mike. Because he might get imagine? A3 running. Like, just running. Can like, you, I got the potato! <laughs> I got the potato! <laughs> Did you just see? Yeah, I don't know what the, that was. <laughs> I have never seen him move that fast. Ever. <laughs> Does he know that the game is over? I mean, that guy already lost. <laughs> he gets down to 30 seconds. You just see him, like, ripping his battery out of his 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make it stop. Gotta make it stop. <laughs> this sounds like a creepypasta waiting to happen. He's got a backup DS. So I've got just... some writing to do tomorrow. <laughs> that, that would be my I could go out and buy another DS. Just be like, oh, still a potato. <laughs> Problem solved. Just put on the second one. <laughs> I could see a random GameStop employee standing there, quiet store. All of a sudden, <gasps> slam door open. Do you mention I buy a 3DS in the next 30 seconds? Go! Ed Boone, the creator of Mortal Kombat, took to Twitter this past week and said he's open to more guest characters being in the Mortal Kombat franchise. This shouldn't necessarily be a surprise to anybody, considering that in Mortal Kombat 9, it featured Freddy Krueger as a downloadable character, and on PlayStation platforms, you could play as Kratos from God of War. And then in, in uh, superhero brawler Injustice Gods Among Us, you could play as Mortal Kombat's own Scorpion. So the... F fact that he's open to guest characters he even said uh, expect at least one possibly more um, so the internet is ablaze with people trying to figure out who guest characters might be in the new Mortal Kombat and, uh, we've recently had uh, Raiden confirmed as a fighter uh, which is like of course which is like confirming that Bison will be in Street Fighter I mean yeah. it's <laughs> Um, the only things I could think of is that it, it probably has to be a character owned by Warner Brothers since they're published by Warner Brothers Animaniac. Go. <laughs> <laughs> All is one character, right? 
yeah, three yeah. of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's they like jump on climbers and Smash Bros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they, they jump on each other's backs, and then Wacko gets a giant hammer, and that's their fatality. Oh my god! I would buy that game in an instant if that <laughs> happened. So, uh, you guys are familiar with Club Nintendo, right? I know Goat is. I don't know if Charlie... I know it exists. You know it exists. I have codes I've never used. You would probably love it, by I the way. probably would, and it's probably... My understanding, tell me if I'm wrong here, is that the more Nintendo crap you buy, mm-hmm. and then put the codes in off the crap, mm-hmm. you get more crap. Mm-hmm. That is so you. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a really good thing I don't know about this. I mean, I'm not familiar with it. Why so, do you own every single Nintendo game? Look at all this crap I got for it. <laughs> so for the uninitiated, Club Nintendo is a loyalty program put forth by Nintendo so that all first-party games and hardware and certain third-party games, if they're like exclusive, like Theater Rhythm, Final Fantasy gets Club Nintendo stuff, um, come with a code that you input into the, into the website, and then you get these coins. And you use these coins to get free stuff, or as... Charlie said, free crap. Um, what kind of crap, BJ? <laughs> you get some things such as stupid little things like screensavers, washcloths, and extra wrist straps for your Wii remote. <laughs> washcloths? Washcloths. Is that one package? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> you do not get washcloths, screensavers, and wrist straps in one package. Say, that just... <laughs> it's pretty kinky, Nintendo. Good job. <laughs> When you say screen savers, do you mean programs for computer? Or do you mean screen protectors? Screen saver for computer. People, okay. Welcome to Import City. Do they have a theme song there, like for Import City, like kind of anything like Import City? No, it's not that. It's definitely no, not that. No, I was You're right. It's in Japanese. So. Yeah. I was more thinking like Starship. We built this import city. We built this city on import games. There we go. <laughs> it's much better. <laughs> Who's getting free shit? All of us in this room. Yay. <laughs> well, sound more excited about free I may, shit. I may get a theme. I don't know, depending on what games. And... Yeah, I, th- I think that's what we're really kind of waiting for here to see what qualifies. Who's ready for the dollar bin Sony exclusives that you're getting for free? <laughs> yeah. I am! Here are your choices of free games. Sly Cooper 1. one. <laughs> Spyro. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> You can get Dark Cloud. Wait a minute. What was that uh, fighting one that Sony had? Rumble uh, Roses. Yes. <laughs> I don't think that was a Sony property. It was. But, but you can get PlayStation All-Stars. No, don't get PlayStation All-Stars. Charlie, have you uh, have you gotten any games yet? I did! Yay! You're going to edit that for the real sound. No, I'm good with that, actually. Okay. Yeah, the acapella really? version. Right. Well. What, did you, um, what did you play? Um, last night, as a matter of fact, I played some Watch Dogs. Yay! Yay! I'm like halfway through Chapter 2 now, so... <laughs> My Game Boy Color, I had the Atomic Purple one. Um, that one. 
my Game Boy Color was the first video game console I ever owned because up until then I was a PC gamer and playing Doom and Duke Nukem and Treasure Mountain and Monkey Island and stuff like that. Um, so, um, and I bought that Game Boy Color. I saved up my money. I was like six, seven years old. I saved up all my allowance money for like six months to actually be able to buy that. And then I had to save up all my money for another three months in order to buy Pokemon. Did you buy the system and then not have a game to play on it for three months? Yes. You, I, I am not being at all sarcastic when I say this. You poor, poor kid. That must have been torturous. You have a similar story like that. About Christmas gifts, something? You got a, a strategy guide before the game or something? Something was in the tr- tree? No, you- no, no, no. My father, being the great man he is, yeah. got me the uh, day one gold edition of Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Um, didn't wrap it. Put it in the Christmas tree uh, November 1st and says, touch it and I'll break everything you own. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I just sat there in our living room at eye level for two months. <laughs> Wow, that's worse. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, I can't wait to not play that new WWE game. God damn it, Charlie. (laughs) We should make him play it anyway. That would have been a great answer for Charlie. Be like, yeah, I played the WWE 14. (laughs) If I was into wrestling, I probably wouldn't have hit the game so much. (laughs) (laughs) Just to give a little bit more meat to this conversation and look at the problem from another angle. How do you deal with that? I mean, so like, so like, with this you, issue, you with become a masochist. <laughs> Go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, stick with me for the first time. VJ's the weird one. I just, uh, and and everybody knows me on this show. If you haven't, you, I'm usually the weird one. Yeah. I would hit the eject button, <laughs> carefully remove said disc, put it back in the case, and take it to my GameStop when they put the new trade-ins up to get the most of my money. Goat Simulator comes to Xbox One. Oh, I did not see that. Yes. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be, and I hear that. It's an amazing game. It's revolutionary. Mike. Oh, yeah. It's going to change the way goat simulation has been done. I am just spitballing bull. <laughs> One of my friends wants me to dress up as an ave, but like a fat belly out, you know, not clothes fitting, and then just go around with my deepest, darkest voice, just like, hey, listen, everywhere we go, and just point at the most <laughs> random stuff. It's like the most lazy, fat Navi ever, and it sounds like a terrible but awesome idea, so I'm going to do it. Oh my god, like those pictures need to be hashtagged, where are they now? <laughs> <laughs> like, she let herself go. There, there are some people that think that uh, the PlayStation Network outage has something to do with the massive earthquake that hit the San Francisco area this morning. Oh, yeah. Um, it was like a 6. It was like a 6.0 yeah. or something like that, So, which is apparently a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, that teeth. would make sense. I don't know. All I know is that... Feasibly. Uh, if it, I mean, if it took down other infrastructure, but I think if, if PlayStation Network goes down, other stuff would be down yeah, too Yeah, that's as a result. true. Yeah. KFC is still working just fine. I can order online. <laughs> Are you serious? You can order online at KFC. I think so. <laughs> Way to like just take the validity of that joke, and kill it. 
<laughs> this is an important breaking news announcement. <laughs> well, we already know you can order from Pizza Hut on your Xbox, so yes. yeah, yeah, you yeah. can do that. Yes. Oh my God, they that's have a, masterful. They have an app. You it's can voice the, activated too. That yeah. is so smart. <laughs> okay, Xbox, order me a pizza. Is literally what you oh do. And for God. everybody with an Xbox in the room, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you know, order me. Three. I'm sorry, I don't get the pizza. <laughs> when pizza start showing up at this house? <laughs> no, no, no. That was Charlie Worthley. You can send it to him. <laughs> you can send all your pizzas to Neighborhead uh, Radio, as long as we don't have to pay for them. Yeah, yeah. Shipping's on we you. Will, we will accept all free pizza. Was that the doorbell? Hang on, Joe. Can you go see who that was? Yeah. Who thinks at the door? I don't know. Usually, you don't have any guests during podcast time. Hey, did somebody order a pizza? No. No, why would we order a pizza? No, no, we didn't order a pizza. Uh, there's a, a pizza for our address. Uh, uh, no one ordered did somebody a pizza? Had, did somebody send us a pizza? We did tell them to send us oh pizza my last God. week. We did. What's the name on the ticket? Hey, guys, free pizza. <laughs> <laughs> who, who? Oh, my God, you guys. Uh, so if you if you listened to the show last week, you might remember that um, we we invited our listeners to send us pizza. Well, thanks to Sam Lanning because apparently she took that to heart, and uh, well, we've got dinner covered. <laughs> Just proves oh that God. anything we this ask. is so much pizza. Yeah, that's like a lot of pizza. You should have seen the pizza guy when he was like, oh, "I got a pizza," and I was like, "Uh." We didn't order a pizza, and I'm like staring at him, and then I go, "Oh my god, do you think the listeners actually sent us pizza?" And he's like, "I don't know what that means, <laughs> but this pizza has been paid for." <laughs> that would be an odd on the on the delivery side. What, what listeners? <laughs> uh, ma'am, have you seen your psychiatrist? <laughs> I'm screaming, "We're in!" <laughs> and he's like, just give me a tip. I need to go home. Yeah. Speaking of which, Sam Lanning, goat's a really great tipper. <laughs> Have it be known, if you uh, send us free pizza and leave us the tip, we are generous on your credit card. <laughs> that guy's probably buying a new Mercedes right now. Real quick, just speaking of game releases, I've decided I'm buying a game this year. What? <laughs> are you are you feeling okay? I'm feeling just fine. What? what, what I, I've what? decided, I've waited this long, if I'm going to play Grand Theft Auto V, I might as well play it on next gen. Now current gen. So Good for you, Charlie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I, I saw a trailer of it uh, yesterday, and it looks phenomenal. And you get like all like the all like the bonus stuff and the extra stuff. Okay. With a new, better, faster, more maneuverable blimp. <laughs> So I'm sold right there. Um, They're yeah. putting that on the sticker on the front of the cage. It's just like a faster, more maneuverable blimp. Yep. I'm just so lost this current gen stuff. It's just like, buy our system. You can put your hands in your pockets and fly a blimp really fast. <laughs> I'm going to start writing down reasons to go next gen. And none of them are going to be relevant. Hands in pockets. <laughs> I'm spelling pockets wrong somehow. Better reflections. Don't forget that. No. Okay. No, don't forget that or no. Better, not better okay. Turbo Blimp. Reflections. <laughs> blimp on crack. <laughs> so a guy, fully decked out in Pokemon gear, stormed the White House the other day. I, I, I wouldn't say 
dorm. Well, I would because he was dressed in a Pikachu hat, Pikachu t-shirt, and had a plush Pikachu with him. Storm, it was a short. Lightning, get it? <laughs> it was a short storming. It was. It was. Yeah, that's about sad. fifteen inches. <laughs> um, uh, this Sh- man. He should have gone for Raichu gear. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Well, if he had his mega stone. I'm proud of you for not knowing a lot about Pokemon to know who Raichu is. I watched the cartoon. Still proud of you. Anime. I, sh- I suppose I should say anime, but whatever. Yeah. Still proud of you. Okay. Um, I think he would have got farther if he had his mega stone. <laughs> so, what was his intention? Like, um, what was the guy's goal here? To be the very best. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, but- I take it he failed in his goal. Oh, uh, yeah. He jumped the fence. He managed to make it about 20 feet, and then Secret Service challenged him to a battle and beat his ass. <laughs> so, in the not end, really. so, in, so in the end, the Secret Service caught them all. <laughs> God damn it. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is why I put this story on the list. This might, you know, now, wait, did the Secret Service get a gym badge for that? Like, <laughs> like what goes on there? A lot of the guys on Twitter that I follow and stuff like that, a lot of them have said, I commend Bungie for making the first game that I hate to play, but will do it anyway. It plays well. <laughs> That's the thing. It, it controls well. It plays well. It, but there's something about it that something's wrong with it. I don't know what it Interesting. is um, Do you almost feel like they should have gone the Titanfall route of just saying, like, screw single player. We're just going to make this an awesome multiplayer game? Well, here's game. the problem I have with both of those games. And I think why I went back to playing Titanfall mm-hmm. after after messing around with Destiny is here are these AAA studios that have tons of respect, you know. And I know for Respawn it was a little different because they were putting out their first title and, and there was were, that whole going, Call of Duty split. They, yeah. yeah, they were going more on the pedigree of their yeah, creators. Yeah, exactly, you know. I, the big problem I have with them is... Four and five years in development, respectively, between the two games, mm-hmm. and one of them with a $500 million budget. What the fuck did you do with $500 million? <laughs> now, I'm, I'm not saying the game doesn't look expensive. What I'm saying is both of these games share something really strange in common, and I think that is they built these beautiful games with really good engines that play well, that look well, all the mechanics are right, the controls are dead on, but they... It's like they they built these games on a little island and then built a moat around it. There's there's no story. There's no there's no content. What did yeah. you develop for five they years? Just, you built core mechanics you, yeah. and nothing it's, around. Would you say it's just like a really big tech demo? That's what it feels like. It feels like a Man, a really every, solid every, no beta. No one wants me to play Destiny. I swear. <laughs> you know what? I recommend you try it because you, not, it's not going bizarre. To. <laughs> it's just the strangest I'll thing. It, don't, don't get me wrong. I'll play it eventually. But like launch week came a couple weeks ago, and I was just like, eh, maybe I'll play it. I and think time's going to tell on Destiny. And then, I, and then I started to hear things from people. And I'm like, you know what? I'll wait till it hits the bargain bin. I'm tired <laughs> of of full price titles hitting the shelf at fifty nine ninety nine and feeling like I got a thirty dollar game. Mm-hmm. I enjoy Lord of the Rings. I'm not like a Lord of the Rings like fanboy by any means. Like yeah. I don't I like any merch or anything like that. I've just I've seen the movies and I like them. That's about it. So I wasn't particularly interested in uh, Shadows of Mortal. Is that correct? Uh, shadow singular or plural? I, 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 I close the thing already. Fair enough. That game. Um, I wasn't interested in until the reviews have started to come and out. All and all of them were like 9.5 out of yeah. 10 and 5 out of 5. Yeah, no kidding. I'm going to have to look into this one, I think. I'm going to red box it. <laughs> I'm so. going to Google who Mordor is. It's a place. You haven't seen Lord of the Rings? I've watched the first one for 20 minutes. Too much walking? Uh, uh, Randall from Clerks 2 sums uh, the whole trilogy up 
perfectly, I think. Uh huh. So I read the books back in the day, but I, what, what does he say? I don't remember. Uh, basically, a lot of walking. Throw a ring. More walking. The trees are walking. Walking. <laughs> walking. Yeah. Walking, <laughs> walking trilogy 2014. Yeah. Um, but yeah, game looks good. Yeah, it, 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 everyone's comparing it to Arkham, the Arkham games yeah. as far as like combat and like t- being able to take a licensed property and make a really fucking good game out of it. So yeah, I'm definitely going to have to look into it, even though I'm by no means a Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah. But hey, yeah. Have you seen the movies at least? Kind of. I've seen more than Goat. They've but... been on in Best Buy and you've caught pieces? No. <laughs> I've, I've had maybe like half a dozen people try to get me to watch them over the years. Mm. And I always just get so bored. Like, I, I just end up falling asleep. And, I, and I'm going to have literally thousands of Tolkien fans just, like, coming after me for that. I just, I just couldn't do it. The books are better. It's, it's too high fantasy for me. I wonder if somebody out there has, has make it, made, like a, like, a short edit. Like, condensed, like, all, like the movies down into, like, like a, a total, like, two or three hours or something like that. Yeah. Oh. I talk with my hands. Leave me alone. No, 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 no. Oh. It's a great idea. I'd probably watch them if they did all the walking scenes like Benny Hill. Exactly. They run around, there's half naked chicks. It would just bring me right in. Um, Reddit, you've got the Gamerhead green light. <laughs> that seems like the kind of place where that would happen. <laughs> it will now. Coming in at number four. Since we bashed on Microsoft, we'll bash on Sony. We're not bashing. We're reporting news, but you know. Um, So if you've been one of six remaining PlayStation Home users, um, you'll be disappointed come March. Uh, Sony announced that the service is shutting down completely in March of 2015. Um, For those of you who are unaware of what PlayStation Home is, it was a free MMO-type kind of Second Life-ish application for PlayStation 3 where you could jump in and you have an avatar and you can buy things and customize your weird little like studio studio apartment that's overlooking an ocean and a tree and and, and stuff and then you could go to arcades and then they were having like virtual that was that was one thing that was kind of cool was that they had like virtual e3 so you could show up but then it would just took too much time because and you're like oh no i gotta log into the thing and download the thing and just now playstation home is all uh creepy people that are like walking around like pantsless that are like trying to get people's kick numbers Wait, that's still on? Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, I was actually kind of legitimately surprised, too, because I remember, um, I think it forcibly deleted itself from my PS3 like a year ago. (laughs) Your PlayStation Home committed seppuku? What? (laughs) Your PlayStation Home committed virtual suicide. Like, seppuku, just like, I don't deserve to live. And disembowelment, (laughs) dead. He didn't get in the van. I should probably just kill myself. (laughs) Um, I, I don't know. I, I like I tried. I went back like three times, like over the course of a few yeah. years, like thinking, it's just like, is this worth anything yet? And then I couldn't figure out what was going on. I'm like, nope, still not worth anything. I know what happened. It verified your age and found out you were in fact over fifteen <laughs> <laughs> and wearing pants. Damn it. Okay, so coming in at number five, you've probably seen the horrendous-looking game Sonic Boom coming out this fall. I say horrendous because I'm a lifelong Sonic fan, and the character designs are just... Horrendous. Cringeworthy. If uh, long-time listeners will remember, Michelle's description looked like Sonic headsets with brat stalls. <laughs> I forgot about that. And it was frightfully accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that, but I'm glad you remembered. Um, 
Well, uh, good news, question mark. Uh, the, the new games are tied in with a new cartoon series that will be hitting Cartoon Network. Um, we now know that the cartoon series will be hitting November 8th. And we watched a trailer before the show, and it didn't look horrible. Like, there was actually some decent humor, and, and you know, they have at least two-thirds of the original voice actors for the characters who should be there. Unfortunately, not one of them is Sonic, so, you know, there's that. Um... But yeah, so Sonic Boom doesn't look horrible. Um, but, you know, as with anything Sonic these days, um, remains so, to be seen. Yeah. So, it's entirely possible every single good joke in the show was in the preview we saw. So, <laughs> so yeah. what we're getting at here, listeners, is now we'll have Charlie the Brony and Mike the Sonny, and they'll just be yapping about their kids' television shows from and here go- forth. Goat the goatee. Yeah, the goat. <laughs> Well, maybe I can start Goat Simulator thing, but I mean, I have no cartoon. Goat Simulator, Goatsy, Goat the Goatsy. And a new segment is born. (laughs) (laughs) The Mini Adventures of Goatsy. It's the worst thing. Where will they, he go next? (laughs) Oh, God. No, 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 fucking time. Just stop it. God, that does not have the gamer head green light. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that has the, the red light. Uh, I'm sorry in advance for the random selection of the... Uh... Oh, that's okay. I like this stage. Oh, it's winter. Okay, so we have Pikmin versus Kirby. Uh, Kirby Jigglypuff. has Jigglypuff, right. <laughs> oh, shit. One pink ball isn't Man, the same as the other pink ball. <laughs> Well, that was fast. The Jigglypuff yeah, seems to spin around in a circle, I told and you all then the Pikmin just falls off the edge. Ooh, all of a sudden, all the little ghost guys from Mario came in, but they're gone. And now there's a cannon, and it's shooting things, but we're up on a ledge, so that's okay. And now the oh, Jigglypuff God. is down, and then a giant explosion and lightning everywhere! <laughs> and I think Adam, my goat, died again! <laughs> I just summoned Waluigi. Oh, <laughs> I'm alive. Oh, look, Waluigi's I'm here. Now. The purple diamond has come. Hey, another ghosty thing from Mario, and then a box, and a ball, and a wrench, and now the Pikmin is doing well, and the Jigglypuff is floating, and the Jigglypuff is down, and the Jigglypuff is floating, and there's pie! Pie for everyone! And now- <laughs> oh my god! The Jigglypuff is really, really big. She's She ate the pie, and she got fat. Oh, and then now no more pie. She farted it out, and now she's using that thing that Mario in the castle, and then the like cheating and then the daisies in the background are so happy and it seems wrong because there's so much fighting and and just terrible things and there are seagulls but wait the the ghosty guys from mario have no, come back no, no. and they have are, are the ghosty guys doing anything they have gold things on their toes and they float down and then they float back up again the ghost no, no 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 yeah oh and then a giant pink shockwave and the jigglypuff is out and now it's back oh, and there whoa. was a mouse and then oh good save pikmin man <laughs> Master Ball, Master Ball. Oh, the Jigglypuff yes, got a Pokemon girl. and it turned into a blue Charmander. That's not a blue <laughs> Charmander. Oh it was like a butterfly dragon. Oh, I don't know. Oh, the ghosty Charmander. guys are back. And oh, and the, and the pink one kicked it. And then the Pikmin is chasing the pink guy and the pink guy is running like a little fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the pink guy did his amazing attack, but the Pikmin got out of the way because the Pikmin is stealthy. Uh, Charlie, the laptop is um, not on screen oh, at right. the moment. The 
Oh, uh, the Jigglypuff is throwing an alarm clock, <laughs> and then it ate a yellow shock ball, and then another alarm clock, and it kicked the Pikmin, and the, the Pikmin is floating and kicking the wrong direction. Pikmin, turn around. Oh, and the ghosty guys from Mario are back with the gold toes, and now they have left, and so did the alarm clock. And the Pikmin picked up fire, and he's, he's burning the Jigglypuff, <laughs> and the Jigglypuff looks sad. And she's flo- Oh, a turtle shell! A turtle shell! That was a blue shell, nonetheless. And it's gone. And the, the Jigglypuff is just running away because it has more points, I'm assuming, and so it's just trying to evade and win because it's a pansy. Wow! And it's mm. over. And okay. Who won? Did the Jigglypuff win? Jigglypuff won. Oh, she's so pretty! I accept it because her bow is so nice. <laughs> So what, you're say, so what you're saying is if a Jigglypuff, <laughs> Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff plushie shows up, um, it, it would be your new best friend. Well, I don't really do plushies, but I like to give them to Pyro. Oh, so I should find a Jigglypuff plushie it's for Pyro. It's kind of like a weeble. It just sort of wobbles back and forth. Songbird asks, if Goat really was in spirit form, what would you guys think he would do? <laughs> <laughs> um... He would play pranks on us, obviously. Like, but they wouldn't be like big pranks, like you know, slamming doors or making things ooze out of the wall. He would do things like everything that's hanging in the wall in here. He would move everything three inches to the left, <laughs> so that all of us would feel uneasy about everything in the room. But we couldn't figure out what was making us uneasy. No, no, I, I know how he'd get uh, me and Mike. We'd be playing an RPG. We wouldn't have saved for like a few hours. He just hit the eject disc button. <laughs> You know what he would do to Charlie? And this is going to be a joke that might only be behind the scenes. He would make it so that all the uh, door handles are three inches farther away than they appear. (laughs) (laughs) How's it feel? How does it feel? It's just spiteful. (laughs) Oh, thankfully Goat's not dead. We know. We have his voicemail. Um, Or do we? No, we do. We just played it. You can only do that once a year. You... Oh, okay. God, his throat ejected. <laughs> Suddenly, his throat exploded. That's how we got on the topic of the ejecting throat. <laughs> wow. Okay, behind the scenes moment, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> Dan was urging Charlie to make that noise earlier, and I said, no, he can't do that more than once a year, otherwise he'll, his throat will just eject. <laughs> And then suddenly, we started thinking of like GI Joe action figures, where like their throats eject in addition to the kung fu grip. And then, um, while Charlie was off like getting a drink or something, Dan and I were trying to figure out how we got on that topic. And now I remember. So thank you, Charlie. You're welcome. And then came November sixth, twenty fourteen, the day that brought the biggest change to Gamerhead Radio since I joined the show in August of twenty thirteen. Mike, co-founder of Gamerhead Radio with Goat, abruptly decided to leave the show and announce his departure with a message to our listeners. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Gamerhead Radio. I am, of course, Viking Jesus Mike Nemitz, and you'll notice something peculiar about the episode today. I'm not joined by my co-hosts, Goat and Charlie. Instead, I wish to convey a message entirely of my own thoughts and opinions to our community of listeners. Effective immediately, I'm resigning from all roles I carry at Gamerhead Radio. Remember, remember, the 6th of November. With Mike gone and Goat on tour, I was left to record the podcast by myself for at least a few months until Goat returned. 
Go was able to help from the road, and together we lined up a series of guest hosts for the next few months. But first, we said goodbye to Mike with a set of his best moments, selected by us and our listeners, as well as several messages from friends of the show. Mike, Mr. Mike Nimitz, the Viking Jesus himself. This is John Santiago uh, from Vias for Villains. Just wanted to uh, say thanks for having me on the show, man. Uh, wish you best in all your future endeavors, and uh, couldn't thank you enough for having me out. I had a great time while I was there hanging with you and Charlie and Goat. Um, best wishes, brother. You know, onward and uh, upward, as they say. Cheers. Hey, Mike. It's Brian. Just wanted to say, uh, hope everything's going well with you, and I uh, just wanted to wish you the best of luck on uh, everything you have in the future. Um, but most importantly, I wanted to say thank you for everything you've done for Gamerhead Radio. Um, even though I was only on for one episode, I still had a blast, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Getting the chance to meet the other uh, the other guys that were on the episode, it was fun. So I just want to wish you the best of luck, and thank you for everything you've done. Take care, man. Hey, this is Dan, first-time caller, long-time listener, uh, five-time co-host. So do I get that prize that was uh, mentioned by 70 episodes? Oh, yeah, co-host part. That kind of disqualifies me. Anywho, just calling to wish Mike the best of luck in his future endeavors. Hope everything goes good for him. It's still sad to see him go. Hopefully, we, me and him can still talk RPGs every now and then, especially when I typo gets released with that Final Fantasy 15 demo. Anywho, Mike, hope everything goes well for you. Good luck in your new job, and hope everything goes well for you. Hey, it's Goat with Goat Remote. Uh, uh, out in Cleveland today, freezing my ass off in the lovely Midwestern snow that I was trying to avoid so cautiously, but uh, it's inevitably not happening. Uh, doing the same shit. Doing shows. Going from state to state. Doing shows. Um, still playing NHL 15, getting really good at it, because that's my options. And I've been working on Pokemon Black 2 as a odd kind of part to that. I'm not sure where that's going. Um, really sad to hear that VJ's leaving us. Uh, it's been nothing but good times, man. I wish you all the best. And I hope your next endeavor is just as profitable, if not more, than Camerahead. You will truly be missed as the voice of reason between me and me. Um, other than that, uh, not much else going on. I will check in next week. Later. Developer of the year. Who do you guys think would have won this, just off the top of your head? Uh, EA. EA should win this. <laughs> Did you, did you? Not even with a straight face. Couldn't Adam, pull it off. Adam burst into flames. That's him screaming. <laughs> um, no, that is not correct. Joe, do you have a guess? Uh, CCP? Um, nope. Uh, Nintendo. Damn. All right. Yeah. Good job, Nintendo. <laughs> um, I'm so proud of you. Uh, we mentioned last week about the, uh, the double arm cannon Samus. Going for uh, $2,500 on eBay. Well, now we have uh, apparently uh, mismanufactured amiibos are a thing and um, a, 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 a much sought after one at that because we have uh, versions of Princess Peach who are simply missing her legs going for up to and including $25,100 to some person who really, really, really wanted one. 
apparently. Um, Amputee uh, fetishes, man. <laughs> yes, I don't know. And, you know, it's um, whenever I hear about a crazy amount of money being offered for something like this, I, I immediately think, like, you know, it's just people, like, not serious bids or whatever. But supposedly the person who won this auction has a rating of 132 on eBay and, and bid on the item multiple times trying to trying to get the highest bid. So it sounds like they really actually want to pay that amount, that amount of money for a legless peach for a 13 dollar figure let's yep let's put that into perspective yeah. <laughs> apparently there are a couple other ones out there with the same defect going for 1800 dollars and 242 dollars a much more reasonable sum <laughs> and <laughs> by comparison yeah. by comparison only <laughs> and um at least as of the time of writing of this article there was a one available for 800 dollars. so you know don't miss your chance folks if you really 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 want one of these for some odd reason um I, I, uh, kyle you were saying off air <laughs> that there are some other defects out there now yeah there i saw i saw uh, marth with two swords which was a new one and then uh, a villager um with his arms switched so that was new. And then I've also seen them where where like the where the figures are just like packaged sideways and they're they're just like they're you know like the the, the you know the the, the you know the, the way that they're positioned inside the blister pack is like upside down or backwards or or whatever. Yeah. What is wrong with Nintendo's quality control on these things? Uh you know it's it's not really Nintendo's quality control. I mean things get moved and shifted during shipping. Like I saw a Kirby that was like lying upside down. I put it on Instagram and I'm just like, you know, not everything, not not everything like in the plastic holds. So sure. things get knocked around enough, they're gonna move. I've seen things get like dislodged, broken, whenever they were moving yeah, it. So stuff like that, totally understand. But I mean, with, with with like the figures getting like the wrong arm on one arm, or like the missing legs, or things like that, it's like that's. I mean, just I've I can't remember the last time I've heard of like a run of any kind of toy or collectible like this having this many manufacturing errors or may- maybe it's just because it's amiibos and it's nintendo and yeah i Smash think it's, might be I just, think it's just really the hot thing right now okay, it's just that like could be. and honestly i think somebody's just doing it on purpose <laughs> at the so, factory I, just yeah, like I think somebody's just like yeah, whatever who cares <laughs> well, um it won't be long till we see three cannon samus just one of the legs just yeah, whatever here's another cannon <laughs> <laughs> that's uh very possible actually and, um, man, if that is true, if it, if it is somebody just having some fun at the factory and playing a joke, he can now, I don't know, rest well in the fact that he made somebody thousands and thousands of dollars, apparently. <laughs> so I guess that's a good feeling. Maybe he should get a commission. I don't know. The April Fool's Day episode may have been my favorite, but the show right before this one, episode 92, was the one where we had the most fun by far. With Goat Back from Tour, we went all out for our last regular episode of the year and brought back John Santiago, aka Fallon Flynn from V is for Villains, as well as two of his bandmates, Nick Santiago, aka Mr. Agitator, and Annalise Ron, aka Vex, for the biggest, longest, and craziest episode we've ever done. So, Mr. Notch, the uh, creator of Minecraft, has purchased the most expensive house in Beverly Hills with his <laughs> walking away from uh, Mojang money. Have you guys seen this house? No. Yes. It's so, obscene. It's just, awesome. Uh, take this Show picture us. And, and blow it up a little bit here. So he- here's the house. Whoa. Yeah, Is that an airport? Like, yeah. <laughs> I think it's 25,000 <laughs> square feet. To, if, if I read this right, <laughs> he he beat out Beyonce and Jay-Z for most expensive <laughs> oh, house no. in Beverly Hills. No, 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 no. He outbid. Oh, outbid. Beyonce and, no, and Jay-Z me. for this house. So, persons purchased included everything in the house from luxury furnishings to exotic electronics, such as the automated 54-foot curved glass door in the living room, 
that opens into an infinity pool with an iPad controlled fountains and spectacular views. <laughs> Case, cases of Dom Perignon were part of the deal. Oh, what? <laughs> so, that's nice. Uh, 23,000 square feet and features mm. vodka and tequila bars, a candy room. I'm sorry. A candy room? <laughs> an 18-seat tiered screening room, a state-of-the-art kitchen, and an exquisite 18-foot onyx dining room table for 24 that includes play settings by Roberto Caviar. And how many people are in his family? Yes. Is he moving 24 people into this house? <laughs> At a cost of, th- I'm sorry, uh, the, the the place settings are, are worth $3,700 each. Oh, shit. <laughs> Three high-definition 90-inch television screens bring panoramic views of Los Angeles from the roof into the dawn's, into the downstairs lounge, especially breathtaking at night. Art pieces include a replica of Jane, James Dean's motorcycle and a chromed Ma-Deuce machine gun. On a conventional note, the home That's has, weird. On a conventional note, the home has eight bedrooms and fifteen bathrooms. <laughs> all equipped. I with... would poop in every single bathroom that night. <laughs> I would. I would. I would... <laughs> as men, as men, let's think about this. That is fourteen days of clean, free pooping. That's true. <laughs> and one gas bathroom. <laughs> Oh my uh, and, god! And each each bathroom is equipped <laughs> is equipped with Toto Nioris toilets, which are worth five thousand six hundred dollars. What are those? Five thousand dollar toilet. Who needs that? Wait, 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 wait! Fourteen days of five thousand dollar pooping and still a guest bathroom. There you go. I'm sold. <laughs> I understand why he bought this. Can we start a new podca- podcast called? Called uh, Class Warfare. <laughs> we should start that now. Here is the control panel that accompanies the Toto Nioris <laughs> toilets. Oh, Why do you wow. need that? The, what does it do? Does it yeah. will it like ascend it like yeah. out of the roof? I'm sure it sprays, spritzes, handles, mandles. Here, this, what it does is it, yeah, it grows out of it the ceiling to the highest point in LA seat. so you can shit on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it does. <laughs> I would love to see Nick on that. Just, <laughs> just like 50 feet in the air. I have more money than all of you. Just <laughs> and drop it in his, <laughs> in, his, uh, in his agitator hat. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. For the spirit of the season, you guys have decided in, in to register yourselves in a competition to win the prize money. To I was going to say he's a sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. <laughs> You've decided to register <laughs> Spirit of the holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! So you'd prefer to give than receive? (laughs) He's saying that Danny gains for free. (laughs) God damn! So so you register yourself into a competition to win the prize money to donate to a charity of your choice. Naturally, the contest is to see who can create the ugliest gaming Christmas sweater ever. <laughs> what fabulously horrendous attire would you spawn, and what is the name of the recently created charity to which you are generously be giving into? So, first of all, your horrible Christmas sweater, what is it based on, and then what made-up charity are you donating your winnings to? Okay. Uh, I, I, I can tell you what sweater I would I would design. What's that that ugly little shithead from Z- <laughs> <laughs> The Legend of Zelda? Uh, the little squinty eyes. Uh, yes. Tingle. Disgusting, hideous, ugly little tingle. I'd put a big, dumb-looking face right on the front of the sweater. That's all you need on that. In that, in that crappy, yarny, like, no. That's it. 
Could you imagine walking into a room? Red, 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 and green colors together are unsettling as it stands. Yes. But could you imagine walking in there with that squinty-eyed fuckhead's face on your shirt? <laughs> <laughs> There's probably, my sweater. You'd probably get hit. And, and mine, the, what I would, the, the money from mine would would go to uh, a charity for for blind people. That's it. I'm done. That's incredible. My sweater would be uh, crocheted. Of course. They would have to, each one would have to be crocheted. It would just be a black sweater with a dick on it. <laughs> I'm sorry. And what what game is this from? It's from Leisure Suit Lair. Yeah. 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 Yes. So, 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 a pixelated dick. Uh, yes, yeah. a pixelated, a crocheted, and the pixelated sweater would dick. have to have huge lapels on it. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. I mean, obviously, so it's got the shoulder pads. Yeah, <laughs> it, I would give. I mean, the charity would be for porn porn addicts. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you can call it the big ten swear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to give people sweaters with a dick on it. And did you specify it was black? No, no, the sweater was black. The cock is is black. black. Or do you have a choice? I think the cock's Asian. It's an Asian dick. It's a tan sweater. No, the sweater is sold only in extra large sizes. We have extra large and up to 12. Get onto the life as a sweater dress. Oh, oh my yeah, god! You know and then it would be perfectly placed <laughs> where you feel like people are happy in the room that this is live. You, you know, when I said, "Hey, we should do a Christmas episode," little <laughs> did I know what I was getting myself into. You should have realized when I said, "Hey, we're doing a Christmas episode with the villains." That's right. I should have realized when it was your idea. Yeah, you just say yes, and I was like, "I have an idea." That's kind of a bad car wreck. Just waiting to park. He was doubling down on the 50-50 chance that at least one of the two Santiago brothers would talk about dicks. Yeah, they're like, oh, the villains are coming, hookers and dicks. Yep. Uh, Done. What Annalise and I were trying to say before we we went back onto the dick train was was an image of a bunch of dick carts. We should we should make that train and pay to put it on the rails just so we can wave at people as we go by. I want to do that. If I had a hundred million dollars, that's what I would fucking do. The caboose would be the balls. And you have to make sure that when whoever's operating it, you, you, you catch it during rush hour and you make them go like four miles an hour. It's like two miles for the dick train cars. And you have, to, you have to write a jingle like, it's the dick train, it's the dick train, and you're all like, you know, just... Well, we'll the ones the shopping mall. How do you catch it? Well, you know there'd be a high-speed chase one day in action. Like, aren't you, aren't you I brought a high-speed chase brought to you all by Dick Train tonight on Channel 9. <laughs> Video of it going by. Okay, try and fix it. <laughs> so you're taking so, the caboose off. What I was going to say. Wait, you're neutering the Dick Train? <laughs> My fault. I, I was trying to put it back on the rails. <laughs> 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 on the train rails, apparently. 
if we are not on a social media website <laughs> that you that you want to then we neuter the dick that you want to be on the dick then message us and we'll try to make it happen I'm literally fucking sweating <laughs> I'm, so I'm, crying. I'm crying I'm This is important. This is important, though, for for those of you guys who who don't know <laughs> if he is for villains. Is gonna be an anime we're... apocalypse. I'm gonna build a little dick tree. <laughs> you need to get one. That... No, I'm not. Oh, I'm not even this. I'm not gonna. We're done. A model dick tree. <laughs> my, my mother's gonna. Be like, what are you doing? I'm like, you know, painting a model dick tree. Welcome to our new production. The model dick tree goes on a Christmas tree. And she's gonna say, "You're a fucking idiot." <laughs> Or or she'll be so random, she'll be like, okay. (laughs) All our sides hurt from laughing by the time those 137 minutes were done. I swear I didn't put anything in the water. But most importantly, at the end of the show, we announced that John would be joining Gamerhead Radio as a full-time host starting in 2015, bringing our core host count back up to three. Uh, Us here at Gamerhead Radio have a special announcement we would like to make. Drumroll, please. Um, after after months of, uh, of 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 searching, and not really, this pretty much happened right away. Um, it was uh, two good long weeks. <laughs> um, we would like to officially announce that um, we are going to be restoring the show to a permanent uh, group of three. Uh, Mr. John Santiago is going to be coming on board on the first show, of 2015, going forward as a permanent uh, addition to the show. So, welcome, Mr. Santiago. Thank you very much. Which brings us to the end of 2014. Despite some changes, I personally think it's been a pretty good year. Wouldn't you say, Big Mac? Yep. I think so, too. I know I said it in the last episode, but we're really excited about some of the plans we're working on for 2015. Goat, John, and I would like to thank all of the friends of the show that have helped us out over the years, especially the last two months. The guest hosts we've had for helping us make some amazing episodes, Mike for trusting Goat and myself with the reins of the show, and most of all our fans, Songbird, Taylor, Danny McClear, and everyone else too. The feedback to our listener survey has been great, and we will never get enough of your emails, Facebook comments, tweets, and voicemails. We wouldn't be what we are without your constant support, and we can't thank you enough. You're all amazing, and we can't wait to show you what we have in store for 2015. Next week, we'll return to our regular schedule, and for our first show with John, we'll revisit our predictions from 2014 to see if they came true, and make some predictions for 2015. Let us know if your predictions for last year came true, and what you're expecting to happen over the next 12 months. Anything else you'd like to add, Big Mac? Nope. Well, thanks a lot for stopping by. I really appreciate it. Now, I think I saw Charlie outside waiting for you. And there he goes. Well, thanks again for listening, everyone. If you've liked what you heard, you can find us at GamerHeadRadio.com, at Facebook.com backslash GamerHeadRadio, at Google.com backslash plus GamerHeadRadio, and on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio, where I'm at T-E-K Charlie, Goat is at Sir Goatsworth, and John is at The Fallon Flynn, F-L-Y-N-N. Email us at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com, or call in and leave us a message at 94926Gamer. Download the official Gamerhead Radio app from Google Play on Android, or subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, or with your podcast downloader of choice. Thanks again for an amazing 2014. This has been Gamerhead Radio.
This episode of Gamerhood Radio is brought to you by Super Smash Brothers! <laughs> this has been Gamerhead Radio. <laughs> I like how we started soft and went monster truck immediately. <laughs> She's like, Sunday, there's oh a monster truck rally. Oh, my God. That was so great. That whole episode.